You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night to you. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout outs to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. If you listen to, if you watch the Chicago Bears beat the Carolina Panthers, congratulations. Exciting game, right? I guess it's exciting if you're a Bears fan. You're trying to get yourself two first-round picks. I'm not mad at you. It could have been worse, right? We could have been forced to watch the New York Jets play football again. Could have been worse. The Chicago Bears beat the Panthers tonight. The final score, 16 to 13. If you weren't aware, if you didn't know this by now, because of the trade last season, earlier this year, I should say, Chicago owns Carolina's first-round pick in 2024. The Chicago Bears went out there and did themselves a favor by beating up on the Panthers because by beating them into oblivion, sending them to a record of 1-8, and eight, yeah, there's a good chance the Panthers are going to end up with number one and that that number one pick is going to go right to the Chicago Bears, who at this point, if the season ended today, and we know it does not, about seven games left for everybody. The Chicago Bears would be selecting number one overall, and they would also have the fifth overall pick. And the Carolina Panthers, they just going to have to hang their hat on their draft selection, Bryce Young. Shout-outs to super producer and host Dave Shepard holding it down in New York City. We're going to be here for the next two hours. This is a four-hour show. Rain, sleet, snow, hail, Anything. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. If you want to listen to every minute, every second of the show, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. Uh, shout outs to everybody listening on our many CBS Sports Radio affiliates all over North America. You can also tune in on Sirius XM Channel 158. A big shout outs to all the truckers out there. And then anytime you got a smart speaker, ask it to play. CBS Sports Radio. Head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus, as I sit here in the studio, staring up at many screens. Matt Eberflus uh, currently chatting with the media. Uh, Bryce Young spoke to the media. He looked pretty miserable. Not a shock, not a surprise. And this is a, I I guess it's a good night for Chicago Bears team that just improved their record to three and seven. I guess you got to be optimistic, right? Yeah, let me give you some quick stats and numbers here on the quarterbacks because there ain't too much stats to look at. Bryce Young, he threw the ball 38 times, completed 21 passes. He threw for a total of 185 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Tyson Bajant, I ain't heard about this guy until about a month ago. He threw the ball 33 times, 20 completions, 162 yards. He was not sacked. He didn't throw an interception. He did not throw a touchdown. But in his fourth start, Chicago Bears are now 2-2 two and two when he's out there starting these games. And Justin Fields, the man who had a dislocated thumb, yeah, he was standing around on the sidelines with his hoodie on, and I know he's thinking about his future. 
because every game that goes by, if I'm Justin Fields, I'm not so much worried about Tyson Bajant. I'm worried about the fact that the Chicago Bears, they're going to have an opportunity to replace me, and they very well might. We're going to get into Justin Fields and his future. Before we do anything, I do want you to hear some of the plays because to pretty much start things off here in the game, there was no, no passing touchdowns, as I told you. The first score of the game was a punt return touchdown. 79 yards by the Carolina Panthers. I want you to take a listen, courtesy of the Panthers Radio Network. Yep. Gill's punt chases smith Marset inside the 25, breaks a tackle, gets the 25. He's got the 30, 35, 40. smith Marset's got a chance. He's got midfield down the right sideline, 35, past the punter, still inbounds, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Amir Smith-Marset, 76 yards, house call. Yeah, that was in the first quarter. Got things going. And then, unfortunately... The rest of the game, field goal festival. Bears kick a field goal. Panthers kick a field goal. Bears kick two more field goals. Carolina led 10-9 to heading into the third quarter. And then in the third quarter, the Chicago Bears answered with the only other touchdown of the game. Deontay Foreman able to punch it in a short yard, four-yard run to push the score to 16-10. to 10. Take a listen to that. Second down and goal at the four-yard line. Bajan with a back to his right. Mooney in motion. He hands off. Foreman twisting, diving into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown. Bears have the lead. 15-10 on a three-yard run, four-yard run by the Big Hoss. Deontay Foreman against his old team. Number 21 is in the end zone. And an extra point made it 16 to 10. If you couldn't tell by the excitement, that was the Bears radio network. And then the game continued on. Okay. Carolina ultimately kicked another field goal. Chicago led 13 to 16. And then the Panthers had another chance late. The Panthers had another opportunity to kick a field goal to tie the game late in the game a little less than the two-minute warning it's fourth and ten the Chicago 41 this is supposed to be a 59-yard kick to tie the game less than two minutes left and just take a listen to what happened when Eddie Pinheiro tried to go for the 59-yard attempt this is from the Panthers radio network his career long is 56. 140 to go. Panthers have two timeouts, so if they don't make this, the Bears win it with a first down. Jansen to snap. Hecker puts it down. Pinero's kick is up. It's not going to get there. It's short. The kick is no good, and Chicago takes over near midfield. The Panthers. Still have two timeouts. There's 135 to go. And the only chance now for Carolina, you have to get Chicago off the field with a three and out. A first down ends the game. Well, listen, the Chicago Bears, I guess they wanted to make things a little interesting, trying to secure that first down. 
They did get the ball back. Chicago did. They got a 16-13 to 13 lead. They're trying to close the game out. They hand the ball to Deontay Foreman. No first down. They try to throw the ball. Deontay Foreman, a matter of fact, excuse me, they try to run with Deontay Foreman. Uh, no first down. They get to third down. They only get eight yards. And then they finally actually do get an opportunity to complete the pass to ultimately hold them at bay. Let's listen to the the game-winning pass that pretty much shut things down for the Panthers. This is courtesy of the Bears Radio Network. Tyson Bajan takes the snap, looking to throw. Bajan throws. Mooney the catch! My goodness, on the slant for a first down at the 40, and he took his time to throw that ball. I wished it was out earlier because he had to thread the needle on the slant to the left. First down, Bears, and no way to stop the clock. Tyson Bajan, you are one tough cookie. Yeah, congratulations to the Chicago Bears. In the most cliche way possible, I could just call this game the toilet ball, right? Just toilet ball. Two teams not going anywhere. This was a a draft compensation game. That's all it was. I mean, I, I don't know why anybody would sit down and be excited about this game unless you were a Bears fan. I know we got a lot of fans in the Carolinas who are not happy with the results. We got a lot of fans who are ready to just completely bury Bryce Young. And I say, give the dude a break. It's one season. I know C.J. Stroud is lighting it up in Houston, Texas right now for the Texans, but you you can't compare what's going on in Houston and what's going on in Carolina. You got to give it time. Trade is not made or broken in, in, in one season. Give it time. Tyson Bajan. Never heard of the guy until a month ago. Couldn't find Shepherd University on a map. And now he's starting for the Chicago Bears because Justin Fields is out with a dislocated thumb. Tyson Bajan. He was on Amazon Prime after the game. Even the fans in Chicago, they, they, they were just happy that they won a game. Listen to the background. Listen to him, too. You got some of the best fans in the world. Uh, you know, they're hard on you when you lose, which, which, is, which they should be. But when you win, it's that much sweeter. So we appreciate our crowd. And, you know, we Absolutely. You are now 2-2 two and two as a starter. I know you didn't have the game that you wanted last week with the turnovers. You come out tonight, you don't commit any turnovers. You were not sacked once, and your defense showed up. What did you make of the W tonight? Yeah, I think it was all hands on deck. I think we preached that all week. Coach Eberflus always talking about the ball and how important it is. So, um, you know, put that pressure on myself, do a better job this week, uh, bouncing back and taking care of the ball. And, you know, he said if we did that, we'd win. And, you know, you see what happened. Tyson, let me ask you, man, just for one moment, tell us the truth. I know you're on, on some text groups, some of the guys back at Shepard. How sick is this moment, dude? Division two, you're starting in the NFL. You just won another game in prime time. How sick has this moment been, man? Has there been a moment you've had yet where you've gone, what in the hell's going on? Yeah, I mean, I think every day I wake up, I do that. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, you know, me and my family always thought this was happen, this would happen, and um, you know, I definitely put in the work. Um, you know, even though I wasn't playing Power Five, I wasn't on TV all the time. I was still, you know, behind the scenes, you know, putting about as much work as I possibly could. So, um, you know, I'm just really, you know, happy and blessed that you know it's paying off. Hey, Shep, his dad has the strongest forearms in the country, right? 
He might be right. You know, he's not just an arm wrestling champion. I think he's like a 28-time arm wrestling champion, his dad. So he's not just like a champion in the present. He's like the all-time GOAT. Um, JR, as as, as we Arm wrestling? Yeah, yeah. How do you how, how do you get into art? You do that at school, like at the lunch table, right? Yeah, I think you do it on the playground, and then I think it's like a round robin, and then like a winner stays on, kind of like a king of the court um, well, scenario. This is better than, uh, <laughs> what's that guy? Oh, man. This is better than Dana White's slap competition, right? Yeah. Much more dignified? Uh, much more dignified considering it's a spouse. Uh, JR, I'm looking through Shepherd University of Famous Alumni. And and may, you are the Webster of sports that rejoin holds true. I don't know if you could come up with one other name besides Tyson Bajan on this alumni base when Bruh, it comes to professional sports. I just told you. Right. I don't know what it's it's in West Virginia, right? You are correct, but but you but there's but I mean you have places like Bucknell University, right? Most people don't cannot think of anyone from Bucknell University yet. You know Christy Mathewson pitched there, right? You know Mike Muscala play basketball there. Like, if I say Lehigh, no one thinks of sports in Lehigh, but you know C.J. McCollum played there. These are not big-time Division One programs. So you figure there might be one other guy that's come out of uh, Shepherd University. He, Bajan's the only one. What is the school known for? What are they knitting? What are they doing out there? Um, I, Jr. I do. I have no idea what they're known for. I didn't. I mean, this is my own last name, for God's sakes, not in spelling, but at least pronunciation. I have no. You I have no idea Shepherd University existed. Be, do you want me to go on the website and get you a hoodie? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it looks nice, like a Shepherd hoodie. Well, you have one. Well, before Bajan, you know, uh, not lit up the NFL, but at least was a solid starter for four starts. I guarantee you, I could probably get a a hoodie for two dollars. Uh, oh, wait a minute. If they even have hoodies from Shepherd University. Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Correct. One hour from Washington. So it's okay. Right, D.C. Correct. Right. They're the famous West Virginia Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. The what? Exactly. The Exa- West Virginia what? Say it again. Exactly. West? The West Virginia Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. The WVIAC. That's the conference that he played in. And, Jr. I'm not trying to poo-poo anybody that plays Division II football. If you play, play in no football. <laughs> if you play in college on any level, that is a tremendous success. If you are the Heisman Trophy winner of the equivalent of playing in Division II football, I give him even more credit. But I can't believe that this kid comes from Shepherd University and is now a starting NFL quarterback. Like, we think of Vince Papali, and we think of that as the most unlikely story ever of a guy playing in the NFL. JR, this might top that. I forget all that. I'm on a website trying to get you a hoodie. <laughs> What? I thought you were. I thought you were getting as excited as I. Because I gotta tell you something, Jr. You listen. You listen to this guy talk, though. He he gets it, man. He gets it. Like he's just a good freaking dude. You can just hear it in how he talks, how he pays respect to the coaches. He is a breath of fresh air, and I hope he's in the NFL for a long time to come. I know he's not going to play over Justin Fields when Fields is back on the field healthy, but I wish the best for this kid moving forward, man. Where can I find the school store on the website? You are obsessed with this website. You're, you're acting like— I want to get you a hoodie with your name on it. I appreciate it, JR. I mean, you act like I'm the aficionado when it comes to Shepherd University. I didn't know it existed until four weeks ago as well. Yeah, but— But do, it does. Do you have a Do you have an item of clothing with your name on it? You know what I'd rather do? What? Honestly, I'd I rather have a hoodie. I, I know Vlad talks about it all the time with the merch. I'd rather have something that says JR than Shepherd University. It won't say shepherd. You just say shepherd. Yeah, I know, but that's not my spelling. Yeah, I can get you a hoodie for free. That's I, no problem. I appreciate that, but 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 it's not my spelling, so it's not really the same thing. But this is just yeah. There's no A here. 
Ex- exactly. I'm not an H-E. But this is, uh, I don't know how more people are not fired up and incredibly inspired by this story. And people are. Good. People people are on their way to Shepherd University to play quarterback <laughs> right now. Well, anything's possible. You can go from there to the NFL, playing for the Chicago Bears, yeah. who can't seem to find a quarterback to save their life. Yeah, it stinks that uh, it, he, here's, here's brass tacks, folks. And everybody listening in Chicago, if we're on the score, the post game, or what have you, whatever the hell's going on out there, Justin Fields is done. He's not going to be the long-term quarterback here for the Chicago Bears. And there's a simple, simple reason for that. Ryan Poles did not draft him. At the end of last season, he made it very clear, and he was very diplomatic about it. Hey, man, I've gotten you offensive line help. I've gotten you pass catcher help. You have to be the dude to develop going through here as a quarterback. That's what you have to do. He's not even available to play. And you want to tell me staring the number one pick in the face and then also having the number five pick and then having an opportunity to trade this dude or sit on him for one more year before giving him the boot or still trading him, that they're not going to do so? The general manager is going to look out for his own ass. It's very simple to say, I didn't draft him. You're employing me to run the team. What you need to do is allow me to select my guy so I have my own runway. That's how he looks out for himself. That's how he gets paid. And so I'm sorry, Justin Fields, it don't matter if it, if it broken thumb or not. He, he's not helping his case by not playing unless he comes back for the rest of this season and he plays lights out. He still has time to save himself. But based on what we've seen, it doesn't look like it's going to be the case. I know he had that two-game stretch. It was pretty much over the course of a week, maybe five days. He threw like eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. And then the very next day or very next week, he went right back to getting destroyed. Looking like a rookie quarterback, not knowing where he wanted to throw the ball. Couldn't get the ball out. Couldn't get the ball over the middle. Look like Zach Wilson. That sucks. Nobody wants to be compared to Zach Wilson. It's bad. He'd be hard-pressed to keep his job unless he plays like an MVP when he comes back. And he knows it. He's standing there on the sidelines, and this is nothing against Tyson Bajan. It ain't got nothing to do with him. It has nothing to do with, with another QB. It has to do with how he performed when he was healthy. And it has to do with the Bears and what's staring them in the face. Is it Caleb Williams? Is it another one of these cubes? There's like four of them. Justin Fields on borrow time, folks. The Bears win. Panthers lose. The Panthers lose some more. All the Panther fans can do is hope that Bryce Young works out. Hope that he works out because they invested and traded everything for him. And for the Bears, they got two picks. They got three wins. They have an asset in Justin Fields. And damn it, they still got Tyson Bajan. Not that that means anything, but he's there from Shepherd University. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Unless Justin Fields comes back and plays like an MVP, 
you got to get a QB in the draft in 2024. It's a must. What do you think the Bears should do? 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, we're going to hear from the losers from tonight. Hey, Bryce Young talked. Frank Reich, he talked. I'm going to talk to you as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for getting my call in. This is my first time, but I've been wanting to call for a moment. But I just needed to say tonight, thank you and God bless you. I have listened to your growth and your maturity for a long time. And I'm very pleased with where you're at now and how you use your platform to be fair, to be equal, to be just. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. The Bears beat the Panthers tonight 16-13 to in Chicago. Carolina falls to 1-8. The Chicago Bears improve their record to 3-7. Not a lot of offense in this game. Just field goals all over the damn place. Uh, we saw one touchdown run. We saw a uh, punt return for a touchdown. And, and that's pretty much all she wrote. And so it was ugly offensively. I mean, the Carolina Panthers on the losing end. Bryce Young, the number one overall selection in this past draft, 185 yards passing, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was sacked three times. And on the ground, Carolina Panthers could only muster 43 total yards just ugly and oh yeah by the way the Chicago Bears own their draft pick which at this point looks like it will be number one overall so with all of the losing it seems like the Carolina Panthers they put all their eggs in the basket of Bryce Young and they are hoping that it pays off not the prettiest of sights right now especially when CJ Stroud is having one of the best rookie seasons of a quarterback ever 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I told you Bryce Young, he spoke not too long ago to the media. He looked pretty miserable in the process, and he is. He said he's ticked off. He knows that he has to be better. Listen. Yeah, we're all frustrated. It's a frustrating situation to be in. It's not who, not who we are, not who we want to be, but that's what the – we are we put on tape. We already put in the field, and we have to be better. Our defense, ball, great game, start to finish. We have to be better. I have to be better, first and foremost. I have to be, I have to be a lot better. So, you know, we have to be better. We, we, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, and that's not me. That's not just me. That, that's everyone. You know, we're competitors. Losing is, is frustrating. Yeah, losing is frustrating. He says we, what do you know? You just got to the league. I'm just being honest. It's not like you've been on the Carolina Panthers for the past, I don't know, five years. You just got there, bro. Like, if y'all can be better, then please go out there and do it. Everybody's depending on you to be better. He wasn't the only one who spoke. Frank Reich, he talked about the offense, how bad they looked. This is what he had to say. Listen to the boss. We're not scoring points on offense. We got to be better. 
I believe we will be better. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I feel. And listen, this is, you know, it, when we say, I don't think we have any unrealistic expectations that, you know, it's not like we're saying, um, we've talked about this before, scoring's down. We just got to figure out, play well enough to win football games. That's really what I'm concerned about is winning. Um, I'm not worried about how many yards or what the stats are. I'm concerned about playing winning football. Sound like they got a fax machine going in the background. I don't know what that was about. 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from Nova Scotia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Um, I'm sad. I miss the Ohio State Buckeyes version of Justin Fields. I I don't know if it's just the transition to the NFL or if it's Getze's offensive scheme. He just seems like a different dude. And, uh, you know, it, it just, for me, like, it like literally sad watching. Justin Fields was so exciting to watch. He was so fun to watch. I do agree that they need to move on from him. Anyway. It's just uh, it's sad. No I think hope. it's sad. So if he comes back and he plays the next game and he plays yeah. the rest of the season and he's yeah. like, hey, I got, uh, you know, I don't know, 10 touchdowns and no turnovers for you for the rest of the season and I punch in another five on the ground, does that change your mind? Yeah, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm trying also, to paint a also I just – it's frustrating, Jer. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's frustrating. It's it's sad. And and uh I guess I just I just wanna leave uh I just wanna say one other thing. Um uh Frank Reich peaked in uh, nineteen ninety three. All right, thanks a lot. Appreciate oh, it. Oh damn, you on the back to his playing days. Thank you, Mark. Disrespectful. The quarterback whisperer, Frank Reich. Former Carolina Panthers, give him a break. There's no truth to the fact that that potential fax machine in back might have been Frank Reich's resignation, by the way. Oh, look, why are you running a man out of town? So, well, I mean, this has been, uh, JR, I understand they have a number one overall rookie quarterback. This has been an extremely disappointing season, even by Panthers standards. Oh, yeah, well, uh, this isn't the first. I think they have been one and eight uh, about three, four other times. Fans are used to this. Organization's brand new too, anyway. Where's Cam Newton? Uh, he could do better than this. You, you, you don't want to know where he's at. Well, listen, I tell you, I, I listen. I know he had an 0 five stretch at one point when he came back with the, you know, Panthers the second time around. But you give him a full season, he's winning at least four or five games, and even now. Yeah, he's, he's probably in his. Uh, he got a nice cigar place here. When you come, you can go to. You don't. You don't want to go to cigar cigar place. Cam Newton's there. I love, he's, he's fascinating. Yeah, you want to go? We can go to. It's called Fellowship. Yeah, if Cam Newton is there, he is one of the more fascinating athletes of our lifetime. I would. I would go with Cam Newton's there. But if he's not there, you don't care. There's a lot of other fascinating <laughs> things there. He's. He might be the most. I, I. I don't agree with all his positions, especially when it comes to women and how he talks about them. But how honest oh. and raw he is. You don't find that very too often in, uh, you know, guys that made it that big. Okay, Shep. All right. Well, I'm just putting down a few things. Good. Uh, we'll go to, uh, let's see, we'll go to Fellowship, have a cigar, and then, I don't know, maybe, I, uh, and then we go to Cheetah. Okay. Okay. So we can be like the Raiders when we beat the Giants, and then we can be like uh, Lou Williams. I love it. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, uh, Cheetah got better things than wings. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Jace is calling. Is this Jace or JC? What is this, Chef? Uh, this is Jace. Hey, Jace, calling from Lubbock. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm good. Oh, hey, I just had a quick question about, like, where do you think in terms of the Bears win tonight? Do you think it's a good win or a bad win in terms of draft picks? Because I was listening to the Dan Patrick show this morning, and they were talking about, I mean, regardless, the Carolina pick's going to be good. They're having a terrible season. But your win tonight kind of bumps you down a little bit. You're in a position this year as the Bears to have a 1-2 or a 1-3 or a 2-3 pick, and the win tonight bumps you down to a 5. I mean, do you really think it was a good win in terms of picks, or should they tank Bruh, for a one? Bruh, Carol- how, how, how can we say that? I mean, Carolina looks like they're going to have number one, so the Bears exactly. are going to have number one. What does it matter where they pick after that? They're going to have two top ten picks at, at minimum. It looks like it's going to be two top five. Like, how can anybody be upset with where, they, where they're at, you know? Oh yeah, I mean I agree. I'm I mean, I'm not saying to be upset with the with the win. I just you know, I guess two top fives is good regardless. But say the Bears <laughs> turn it around and they, I don't really think there's a way they can turn it around to get out of top ten. Yeah, but, they, you know. the, the, they, look, the Bears are going to be bad either way. So unless even if they go on a run, they're still going to have two top picks and they're going to own Carolina's picks. So. I mean, we all can't be be too much, uh, you know, too choosy about this, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. That that starts to get greedy. Like, oh, we got the first-round pick, and now we only have the eighth pick. Like, uh, come on now. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Who who was complaining about this? Dan Patrick? Oh, no, they they were just talking about it. I just had a a thought about it. He wasn't complaining. He just brought it up about you you lose tonight, then you're sitting with a – wherever Carolina's at, and then your pick up there with them. You yeah. win tonight, you drop to the five or seven or wherever they drop. Yeah, much he, to, he wasn't complaining. He was just mentioning it. Yeah, much much to do about nothing. Well, thank you, Jace. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking my call. No doubt, man. Be safe out there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, I'm going to get some more of your calls. And how about this? We'll, we'll, we'll hear from a winner. Head coach Matt Eberflus. He spoke to the media, and he's thrilled that the Bears won because he knows he's probably going to get a number one pick and then another one somewhere else. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I'd rather listen to you than my husband. Okay, end of story. <laughs> JR, you're great. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Listen to your husband. Listen to each other. How about that? Let it be a mutual thing. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we heard from the uh, the miserable losers on the night. On the night, the Carolina Panthers they lost to the Chicago Bears sixteen to thirteen. So we heard from Bryce Young. We heard from Coach Frank Reich. Let's listen to the winning coach, Matt Eberflus. He's thrilled with his uh, Tyson Bajan guy. Listen, happy for the guys uh, in the locker room. Uh, they are uh, uh, excited to win this game. Um, you know, go two and zero on Thursday night. 
Uh, that was a big emphasis this week, and the guys did a nice job uh, with, with the course of the game. Oh, that was that was real exciting. Hey, look, Chicago Bears going to take on the Lions next. I will assume that Justin Fields will be out there. I will also assume that Justin Fields is going to try to put his best foot forward. He got about seven games to change people's mind. I don't think it's going to happen. I still believe the Chicago Bears are going to go out there and get a QB. That's what I think. 855-212-4CBS. Joe is calling from Pennsylvania. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. Yes, you're live on the radio, Joe. How are you? I'm great, sir. How are you? Excellent. What's up? Good. I love your show. I love Shep. I love everything you do. Hey, um, dude, what were they thinking by drafting Bryce Young? Chuck. Sorry. What? You gotta, did you feed the dog or does it need to use a bathroom? I'm, no, it's my dog. I'm sorry. I, hey, I, I hope it's not your cat. Go ahead. Say again. Let me duck into the laundry room. Hey, uh, what were you thinking by drafting Bryce Young? This guy's horrible. He looks like a middle schooler. What, in, in like physical size or just uh, what? Size, uh, ability, everything. He's terrible. Well, there, there were a few reasons why. I, I think you looked at his, his mobility I think people looked at C.J. Stroud and he looked at his lack of running, something that he hasn't necessarily even done a lot of, if any, really, for the Texans. And I'll say this. Yes, he's looked bad. The entire team has looked bad. He's been drafted to a bad team. We know that. But I'm not going to just completely shut him out and call it call it a wrap right now. Not yet. Like you did with like Tyson Bajan? Why are you writing him off? What are you, what are you talking about? I mean, you've been, you've done nothing but you know downplay Tyson Bajan's ability and what he's done. I mean, look, he's he's from Shepherd. He's not that great, but you know he's. Uh, he's no, uh, well, no, no, Joe. I don't I don't know what you've been listening to. I can't downplay a guy that hasn't been raised up enough to say or do anything. There are no expectations, so I don't I don't understand how you can conflate the two. Uh, but to 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 say that I have compared the standings of Bryce Young and Tyson Bajan is uh, is like me confusing your dog in a background for a turtle. No, I apologize about that, but it's okay. Don is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Don. Hey, how you doing? Hey, very very entertained with your thought process there with Tyson, and now to follow up the call from the guy there in Pennsylvania, um, you know, I actually went to Shepherd when it was Shepherd College Damn. before it became Shepherd University, and I actually played some quarterback there. So Get out I, of here. I'm really entertained. You did not in any way put down Tyson in any of the comments that you made. Uh, I think you just realize like everybody else out there that they don't know where he came from so the guy is a great quarterback uh and there was another running back back before my days uh, a guy named wayne wilson that came from shepherd college that played for the new orleans saints so they have had uh you know someone play in the nfl from shepherd before tyson got there 
Hey, let me ask you this. This is this is what people want to know. What is Shepherd University known for? Like, what are people studying there? What is this? Uh, well, it's a liberal school. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of commuters that go there. It is in the panhandle of West Virginia. So there's a lot of people from Maryland, where I'm from, that go to Shepherd. There's people from Virginia. It is very close to a whole bunch of other states, just like Washington, D.C., as you said before. So it's a liberal arts school. Um, you know, one of the things, it went from being an NAIA school back when I played there over to turning into a, a Division II school, and then they switched over to become, you know, a university when they were getting to the point that they could start giving out some more money and, and so forth. That's nice. So, um, well, thanks, you know, they got a good baseball program. There's a guy from Shepherd that just, got the gold glove uh, as a center fielder. Britton Doyle was a gold glove winner. So Shepard is starting to move up in in this area and people, especially because of Tyson. I mean, he, he went down in history as the all-time touchdown leader for any level. Division oh, wow. one, That's two, insane. three. He threw more touchdown passes yeah. than anybody that ever played college football how many so, how many touchdowns did you throw don how many did i do? listen when i played at shepherd i did have the longest touchdown pass for over 20 years at shepherd i threw a 90 yard touchdown wow. pass i had some injuries and so forth there okay. I, listen i had less than 20 touchdown passes as a backup quarterback and starter for just hey, a, a little bit of time don, but, you know, you do it, you're doing better than most of our listeners. I appreciate you for coming through and sharing the information, man. Well, listen, very entertaining. I was I called. I had to do some traveling today, and I just landed, and I was listening to you, and, and you just you were doing a great job as you spoke about Shepard, and it is a great place. So Tyson's oh, gonna be he's gonna be in the NFL for a while. I'm gonna tell you okay. that. This yeah. is great opportunity for him to have other teams see him. Absolutely. He may not be a starter forever, but he's going to be on NFL rosters yeah. for yeah. a long time. I, I think so. He'll, he'll get the check. Listen, Don, you travel safe, okay? Thank you. Thanks for taking uh, my call. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Shep, see, we learned a lot tonight, right? We always learn a lot every night on the JR Sport Briefing. Call it Don. Pop quiz, Shep. How many touchdowns did he have? Tyson or Don? Don. I was li- I was like screening calls at the same time because oh. I knew you and Don were having a good conversation. Didn't he throw a 90-yard pass? He threw a 90-yard pass, which means a guy he threw the ball five yards and a guy took it 85. Um, he <laughs> but, said he had 20, I think he said about 20 or less, 20 or so touchdowns. He, said. he got derailed by injuries. Yeah. And I also, all? And I also know he gave us a name. That nobody has ever heard of that actually he played said a NFL. running back before him. Couldn't tell you anything about that person that he mentioned outside of the fact that he's a person that I've never heard of. Yeah. Well, look, he's he's done more on a football field than a lot of our listeners, Don. No, no. I mean, yeah. I, I give Don and, and Maryland, I believe, all the credit in the world, and he gave us a great tutorial and education on Shepherd University. And obviously, before he alluded to it, wasn't Shepherd University when he College. went there. It was Shepherd College. 
Um, but and that's no disrespect to Don because I, I wanted I wanted to listen to that conversation more in depthly. The problem is uh, for this particular show, I, sometimes the phone lines are jamming and I got to answer every single freaking one of them. So I can't listen as closely and intently as oh. I want to in these conversations, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not making excuses. I'm just being honest with you. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Do so, you want me to? Do you want me to screen the calls? <laughs> no, I mean, but... no. I want to listen. I wanted to listen more thoroughly to you and Don, but I couldn't make out every single piece of that conversation, and I'm not going to pretend like I could. I'm not going to lie to you or Don. Can we listen to Lane Kiffin again? Can we listen to him next hour? We can definitely listen. I mean, I can play him now. It's 45 seconds. We got enough time before the back time. Nah, 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 okay. nah, nah, nah. Gotcha. Nah, nah. Because he was saying all them dirty words. We, we can't. I, I, I see what you're saying. And, and, and he's, a, he's a jerk. And I think that's the nice Lane way Kiffin? to put it. He's a jerk. He's an absolute jerk. Yeah. And you know what? He got gifted into his position because his dad Uh-oh. was more successful than he was. Shout out to uh, Monty Kiffin, wherever you are. Uh-oh. A little nepotism. Bucks, on. yeah. Buccaneers still missing to this day. Uh-oh. Well, maybe he'll uh, watch his words into the future. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, Lane Rins, wherever he goes, right? He's a winner. Raiders, well, USC, uh-oh. right? Tennessee, well, he wins see, everywhere. Uh, well, maybe uh, maybe the Bulldogs will, will give him a loss. 27 consecutive wins for the Dogs, maybe. Uh, they will give him a loss because he doesn't win against big-time programs. We saw that in the second half versus Alabama where Nick Saban made him look like a little boy. He, he going to win that lawsuit, though. Oh, I oh I don't know. He, you think he's gonna have to pay out forty million dollars? Come I, on. I'm not now. saying he's gonna have to pay the full amount. There will be some out of court negotiations. That I promise you. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dispute that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We'll explain what got Lane Kiffin in trouble. We'll talk more Thursday night football. Don't move. CBS Sports Radio.